What up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Zoe and Jen Podcast. I am Zoe. And I'm Jen. And welcome back to episode... I think it's like 39 or something like that. I, don't I was know. about to say, I don't even know anymore. I know we're up there. Yeah. We're, yeah. yeah, we're pretty much up there. Almost the end of the year. Like, we've almost done this for a year. Wow. It's crazy, right? That is crazy. Um, But last week, we were talking about... um. About you know raising kids in uh, yeah, a but, different but wait, but you just jumped ahead. I thought we were gonna do like what we normally do because I'm excited to talk about what we did last weekend. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, so okay, yeah, okay, let's talk about it then. Um, do you want to start since you're so excited about it? Um, I can. We went to Santa's Wonderland, which is basically the North Pole, like in Texas. In Texas, yeah. Um, so, and luckily it was a cold, excuse me guys, if I sound weird or off, it's because I've been sick for the last two days. Anyway, luckily it was a cold weekend in Texas when we went. And so it, it kind of went with the theme because in Texas you can mess around and wear shorts on Christmas. Yeah. Um, so it was nice that it was like really chilly Mm. and it made it very, feel very festive, but Santa's Wonderland originally started off as just a place where you could go and drive through Christmas lights with your family in your vehicle. And I believe it started off as like $10 a car or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, now it has grown into this, I think, did the guy tell us it started in the 80s or in the 90s? I think he said it started in the 90s, yeah. I want to say. The 90s. Yeah. And it has grown to, like I said, initially the North Pole. Like you go there and you're in like a little town almost. Mm-hmm. And there's all these eateries. I would say that there's maybe nine different eateries with all kinds of food, Mexican food and Cajun food and barbecue and German food and pizza and um, Italian food, fried food. I mean, just anything you can think of that you might want. Yeah. They probably have it yeah. as well as boutiques. So a boutique for women, a boutique with souvenirs, a boutique with um like home goods i mean it was just it was insane it was it was crazy and then um there were places uh called the roasting pits so you could like roast marshmallows and make s'mores um but so like i said it originated with you being able to drive your car through lights now they do hay rides and horse and carriage rides Mm -hmm. um and so that's still the core of it or the essence of it is that you go to see the lights so we did um, the hay ride, which is about a fifteen minute ride, is that what we decided um, on? I think it was. I think yeah, I think it's about fifteen minutes. Yes. Yeah, about a fifteen minute ride. Um, if you don't, if my mom <laughs> has lived in Texas since she was like thirteen and didn't know what a hay ride is, a hay ride <laughs> traditionally is when you ride on hay bales in a tractor and you're pulled by. I mean, on a on a flatbed and you're pulled by a tractor. This was um, a flatbed pulled by a pickup truck, but. Basically, anytime you ride on hay bales, that's called a hay ride. And for those who don't know what a hay ride is, um, it's a ride when you say hey. <laughs> but it was so much fun. And uh, <clears throat> the kids enjoy. Oh, there's also live entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's maybe like two or three different spots where you could sit around um, the fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they make it snow, like, you know, of course, fake snow, but they make it snow like a couple times a night. It was just so much. I, I recommend it, highly recommend it if you're coming to visit the Texas area or at least what region is this called? I don't know. The Houston area. 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Or if you live in this area, I highly recommend you taking your kids to go to Santa's Wonderland. Yeah, it was a really good time. Like I was kind of skeptical about it, you know, mm-hmm. even when you showed me really? the video about it. Oh, I'm glad you didn't tell me. Yeah, but I tried to keep an open mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just didn't want to be like. I don't want to go to this, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> but um, I kept an open mind, which I'm glad I did, and went there, and it was pretty good. We got there. The the parking was oh, crazy, yeah. but, you know, it, it was, was free. It was free parking, but it was crazy in the sense of it needed more order. Yeah. But like, for Jeanette the most part, to, it was like, pretty smooth. Solve the order yeah. as we're parking. <laughs> she was just like, "How come we just can't go over there and then go right there? Like, it'll be so much easier if you." And we're like, "Babe, just let's let them do it. Let's just park." As if they it. haven't been doing it since the nineties. Exactly. Um. So we got we parked. There was a shuttle bus, which it was the first time uh, Kingston got on a bus. And first Jordan. Time, and Jordan, right? Yeah. Uh, it was like an old city bus. bus. But Kingston was like so excited at that point already. Because Kingston the loves bus. the song, he The Wheels lo- on the Bus. He loves that song, and he loves... But every time he sees a bus, he says bus. Yes. Like, he loves buses. So, for him, that's when it started. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, we was on a bus, and uh, he was sitting on my lap, and was slightly singing The Wheels on the Bus and everything. Yeah. So, he had a good time there. Um, and then we got there. Like, actually, we not really got there. While we was getting there... Um, you'll, you'll see the lights from uh, the highway. The, the highway. Mm-hmm. And it looks it looks real nice too from the highway. Mm-hmm. So uh, we saw the lights and we got there and you know uh, it was uh, what was it military or veteran appreciation? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So I recommend it's <clears throat> excuse me guys, it's too late already in this season to get super saver tickets. But if you're gonna plan to go next year, I highly recommend buying super saver tickets. So what we did was. I bought me and Jordan Super Saver tickets. Kingston got in free because of his age. And Alonzo got in free because opening weekend is apparently Veterans Weekend. Mm-hmm. So the park was full of veterans. And yeah. that was really awesome. And it's, I, I always enjoy any organization or uh, service business that appreciates the military. Yeah. So that was really nice, too. Yeah, that was good. And then um, what else did we do? We... um. Prices do go up, though, guys. I won't lie to you. I think right now they're still a little bit lower than they normally are. <clears throat> to give you good measure, um, I think I paid $24 for my ticket and $20 for Jordan's ticket. Mm-hmm. I think at season high, yeah. it gets up to like $50. Yeah, because when we was in the line, the, hay- <coughs> the hayride line, because um, the tickets is the hayride. Right. That's what you pay for. You pay for the hayride. Mm-hmm. And other than that, everything else in the park or whatever the place is called, everything else is you got to pay for, right? Yeah. Uh, so just like the hayride that we was the line that we was on was just it was not that long, but it was very long. But it, was, but it, it moved was, really yeah, it quickly. Moved quickly. It moved quickly mm-hmm. um, because there was so much uh, pickups that was just um, that was going by. Yeah. There was like five or six pickups that was yeah. going by. It was. We was in and the each line pickup for, truck pulled two. Two trailers. Two trailers of hay riders. Yeah, and and we was probably in the line for maybe, I don't know, minutes. yeah, I'm about to say like twenty minutes. Yeah, and then you can buy drinks, so you can buy beer. Yeah, on tap. Mm-hmm. So that's cool while you wait. So yeah. while I was in the line and it was open a weekend, we was like, man, imagine like in yeah. the end of November, in December. In December, how Oof. crazy the line will be. Yeah. 
So I recommend that too. And it kind of felt silly silly to me to be going to a Christmas thing at the beginning of November, but Mm -hmm. I'm so glad we went when we went and it'll probably, I told Alonzo while we were there that I want to make it a tradition, um, that we go every year. Yeah. We probably go that weekend every year. Yeah. It will be that weekend. You beat the crowd. Right. Mm -hmm. That and, um. Well, we figured out that we have to get there earlier. Yes. Because if we're gonna drive back home, we yeah, need to get there earlier to really it takes, enjoy it. It takes two hours from mm-hmm. uh like from us, right? Where we live, yep. It takes two hours to get there. So yeah, we gotta get there earlier mm-hmm. and leave earlier or But it's a cool drive. I mean, yeah, it is. I would say about forty five minutes of it is in Houston traffic and then the rest of the way is just open highway. Yeah. 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 And so, then Janelle got drunk and uh in the <laughs> no, line, I did not touching people's I babies. Had a buzz and I didn't touch her baby. She I was, was touching, talking to her she baby. She was touching all the babies. Oh my god. She was like, oh my god, you're so cute. I did not touch anybody's baby. Because <laughs> I don't like people touch my kids. You don't gotta touch them until they're cute. You was you was you was my kids probably wouldn't let anybody lit touch them that anyway. night. I was I had a short buzz for about the amount of time we were in that line. Well, yeah, probably probably yeah. not even that much. Yeah, but good good on them. <laughs> good. That means they have good beer on tap. That's right. It was yeah. really good. And I don't normally drink beer, and so it, and it was like a cider or something like that. Uh-huh. You had? Yeah, yeah, I had an apple it was, cider. It was good. Yeah. Um, but you're a lightweight too, so whatever yes. happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we did that on Saturday. I feel like we did something Friday. I feel like we did something Friday too, but I forget what it was. Me too. Um. And uh, this past Monday was Veterans Day. Um, so all I did for Veterans Day, uh, which I want to thank you guys for, um, you know, thanking uh, thanking me or thanking if you know any veterans or anything like that. We really uh, thank you for all your guys' support. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to give a shout out to all my veterans out there, my brothers and sisters in arms as well um but mainly the only thing i did on veterans day was you know i just had a normal day but i just got more free shit like like i was going around yeah i was going around like hey what you got over here you got free hey y'all good okay you doing something for veterans day let me get that uh let me go over here what you got for veterans day let me get oh buy one get one free let me get both of them like i was just going around getting it right yeah so that's what we did for um and Kingston basically bullied you out of all of it. Basically, like everything that I got, like it was, it was everything. By the way, it's food what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, everything that I got when I picked up Kingston, he ate it all. Yeah. Like, everything. like oh, you got pizza? I was like, yeah. Oh, you got fries? Yeah. Oh, you got soda? <laughs> oh, you got Chick Fil A? Oh, you went to Subway? Okay. Yeah. Without me? All right, give me a tax. <laughs> just tax my ass hoard. Yes. Um, but yeah, did that. And then um, uh, Tuesday. What was Tuesday? We didn't do anything on Tuesday. No. And, and then, then I've been sick since then. And then you've been sick since Wednesday. So Well, I guess Tuesday night because it led into Wednesday, me staying home. Mm-hmm. Which I still don't feel 100%, but yeah. Yeah. You, you feel... Much better than you were feeling. Yes. Oh, yeah. I feel much better than I did this morning. I woke up and I was just in so much pain. Like, just my sinus pressure is a mess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what you were getting at when I interrupted you to go rewind back a little bit was that um, we actually had a listener reach out to us. Thank you, guys, for sounding off. I want to ask you guys to sound off about your experiences or how you plan to raise your kids um yeah that's what it was uh how you plan to raise diverse kids mm-hmm. in today's society and um are we giving names or no 
Um, I don't think he'll have a problem. He with usually that. doesn't mind. Yeah. Um, Daryl reached out to us and was kind of telling us his story. He lives in New York and um, in Astoria, mm-hmm. to be exact, and grew up with a lot of Greek and Italian people. And he was just telling us about his experience. Um, Daryl is Indian. Um, his roots are from India. And so for him, and I'll use his words, to be the only brown person around was um, interesting for him growing up. Yeah. But I think kind of reading, I, I won't read over what he wrote because it looks, even just looking at it from here, it looks yeah, really long. it's pretty long, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, which I appreciate too, Daryl. Um, but I, I think for him, let me just say this, my disclaimer. I think that experiences as minorities can change from your re- your region in the United States, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, I grew up in a region that literally fought to keep slaves. Um, and so a lot of that still lives. Yeah. And I think I myself don't have any problems. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I got the impression that maybe I came off a little bit biased about jordan and not wanting him to go to white people's homes and things like that and that's not necessarily the case like we lived in north dakota for eight years and some of my friends who i consider family to me are white so it's not like i don't i don't trust any white people Mm -hmm. um there's just things that have happened to us um that makes me put up that guard so i wanted to share a story um so we've been in the house Will January be a year or will it be longer than a year? Uh, this January coming up? Or is that two years? It'll be two years, man. Two years. Okay, yeah. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah. Um, Two years. So about uh, maybe right away when we moved here, Jordan had made some friends at school. Well, he made a friend and this friend had an older brother who used to also um, hang out with his little brother. And these two kids started coming to our house frequently. Yeah. And when I, by frequently, I mean... As soon as the school bell rang, all three of them would come to my house. Right. And to the point where I'd be like, does your mom know where you are? Because I know when I was growing up, I would have to say, you need to, uh, my mom would say, you need to come home, check check in, change your clothes, do your homework. Then we can talk about you going to a friend's house. Uh-huh. Um, so these kids would come and I would say, you need to go home and check in and then you can come back. Right. And these kids were at my house every single day even on saturdays they would come they would come sometimes when we weren't home and be mad we weren't home Mm -hmm. and i grew a liking for these kids they spent so much time here um at one point though they had been here so often and actually probably was around this time of year where it was getting darker earlier and so i kind of started creating rules for them i didn't know what their mom was telling them but i felt like if it starts to get dark outside it's time for you to go home because i don't want these kids um we live in a pretty safe neighborhood, but still, I don't want these kids outside riding bikes across what we call the green belt in the dark. Yeah. And so I asked one of the kids for his mom's number and I, I myself text her and said, Hey, my name is Janelle. This is where the boys have been hanging out. If you ever wondering where they're at, or if you ever need anything, here's my number. Um, I thought it'd be great that we get to know each other. And she kind of was just like, yeah, thanks. And that was it. So the kids continued to come over, but now they, uh, I think that's when they first started, that's when they started saying we had to be home by eight or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was fine. They kept coming. And then Jordan's school had an event at Mod Pizza and it was one of those events, you know, where the, the, a restaurant will say it's, um, spirit night. And if you come and you make a purchase, 10% of your purchase will go towards 
this elementary or or this organization. Yeah. So we're all at the pizza joint and um, the two boys are there and they come up to us and they're like, Jordan, what's up? And they say hi to me. Hi, Ms. Williams. And I'm like, hey, where's your mom? And I look up and I can see their mom see me and then ignore me. And I'm like, okay. So I knew she had just had a baby. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go over it. I was waiting for her, but it seemed like she was taking forever in the line and we were trying to leave. Yeah. And so I said, well, let me just go over and say hi. Yeah. I got there and I'm like, hi, how's it going? I'm Janelle. I'm the, you know, nice to finally meet you. The boys have been at my house this whole time. Right. By this time, I would say at least five months had gone by. Uh, you think five months? Or shorter. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's shorter. I think Maybe it's... like two or three months. Probably that. Yeah. Probably two or three years. I would say two or three months these kids had been in my house hours upon hours. Yeah, every day. Yeah. And so I introduced myself to her and her and her mom look at me like, who is this black woman? Maybe not black woman, but who is this woman? Mm -hmm. And the mom is even very hesitant and gives me a very light handshake. And the, the grandmother doesn't even shake my hand. She's just like, hi. And I was like, well, it's, you know, really nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, is it the baby and the baby carrier? And she's like, yeah, she's sleeping. And I'm like, all right, well, so nice to meet you. Just wanted you to put a face in the name, <clears throat> to the name and let you know that the boys are at my house and they're great. Blah, 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 blah. Almost immediately, the boys stopped coming to our house. Yeah. No longer, all of a sudden, and I'd, I'd ask Jordan, like, what happened to him? I think they're busy. I think they're this. And I'm like, well, why don't you ask them what happened? And, and they're like, well... We just don't have time anymore. Mm -hmm. Granted, that could have possibly happened to their schedule, but it seemed very ironic that as soon as I met her in person, I, I think that this woman didn't know where her kids had been yeah, hanging no, out. No, she didn't know. She didn't know. I mean, I feel like my name probably would have given me away. I don't, no, actually, no. I know a few white Janelles. Yeah. But <clears throat> if I'm going to be sending my son to somebody's house, so let me, let me just make a... a, a a backtrack on that too with me saying I don't want my son at white people's house. I If I'm going to send my son to anybody's house, I'm going to go there and I'm going to go inside the house and see what the scene is, get to know the mama, the daddy, the brother, the cousin, the uncle that be there a lot. I want to know who's going to have contact with my child while I'm not supervising them. Mm -hmm. So there's no way I could ever meet a parent two to three months after my child has been in their house for hours and then for the first time be knowing what the scene is. <clears throat> But also to me, that was an example of the possible um, undertone racism that still goes on today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like when we met, like before, not when we met, before we met the mom, um, just the fact that the, how the kids were mm -hmm. and how I want to say, I don't want to say loose, but <laughs> like how, you know, it was just. It was very unstructured. Very yeah, like. unstructured. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I was the one who reached out to her. I was the one who asked for her number. Mm. I was the one who told the kids, okay, you have to go home and check in. I, I, it's like I established the boundaries for them on her behalf because I was like, you guys are kids. You yeah. need to be going home and letting people know where you're going to be at as well as you need to be going home before it gets dark. I don't know if your mama cares or doesn't care where you are, but I care. Yeah. And it's time for you to go home as well as I care that my son by a certain time, it's time for him to start winding down for the night. Like, right. it's time to take a shower, it's time to eat some dinner, and it's time for you to lay in that bed. Right. Yeah. It just felt like um, my observation of the mom, even before meeting her, was like, it wasn't a lot. It was it's either like 
something's wrong mm-hmm. and or and or something like she doesn't have that much structure at at her house mm-hmm. uh or and or she ain't got time for all that because she's handling something like something it's just something. like a crazy lifestyle i remember your mom on. even saying because i know they would be here like late and they'd be like my mom's at work and i'm like work what does she do for a living right and I remember your mom was like, well, maybe she's a nurse. And I hadn't thought about that. So that could be a possibility too. Right. But, um, but like, I could tell that even when she was at work, they had a stepdad. The stepdad wasn't monitoring them the way that they should have. Like these, I mean, when I say kids, like the older brother, I think was in fifth grade because he's at junior high now. Right. So the older brother was in fifth grade. The younger brother was in third grade. Mm-hmm. These are kids in grade school. Like mm-hmm. you should know where they are. Yeah. In my opinion, like I'm going to know where my child is. Right. So, yeah, and, all that. Oh, go ahead. And um, so when we did meet the mom and how she was, how she reacted toward us was yeah. like, okay, yeah, you know. And those kids haven't came over back since then. I think they yeah. came over one time, and I don't know why I got the feeling that, that she probably didn't know where they were or they were sneaking a sneaking a visit. Yeah, like they came over maybe a couple more times. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't as frequent as right. Uh, I mean, they used coming. to like. I would be like, are they going to go home today? Right. Yeah. Or it'd be like Saturday and I'd be on my couch, like not dressed for guests. And uh-huh. they'd be like popping up in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it because I like, I would much, I would much rather having a house full of kids than to send my son out. Yeah. Uh, and I, maybe cause I was raised that way. Um, my mom let me spend that at like one or two friends house and she knew their parents. One of them, she grew up in the same neighborhood as um, the parents did the other one. They were Trini parents and she, she went to high school with them. So she knew them, knew them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I was not spending night at anybody's house and everybody in the mama could be at my house, but mm-hmm. nobody was going, I wasn't going yeah. anywhere. Same for my brother. Right. And like, um, just like to like kind of wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, well, I know what Daryl was talking about. When he was saying, um, when he was telling his story to us, and yeah. we, t- you know, we totally understood what he was talking about. Yeah, and I think we, it's just a different climate. And we was like, you know, we read the whole thing and we read it and was like, yeah, that's true. But like she said, it's just a different. It's different down here. Like I experienced it uh, from living in New York, growing up in New York, and living down here for however few years we've been mm-hmm. living down here, and uh, it's just different. It's just different out down here. Um, you know, they say New York is like, you know, the, the melting pot of, of the country or the world or whatever it's called. I, yeah. I call it the capital of the world, but oh, like, relax. well, you know, that's what it is. I'm just so, you know, you gotta relax. Anyway. Um, uh, but like, so everybody is from everywhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's from any different country in the world. Mm-hmm. So you got that in New York here. You really don't have that. You know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll probably have. A few countries here and there, you know, mostly uh, Mexican and mostly, you know, it's mostly Mexican that Mexicans that live here that are immigrant. Yeah. That that well, are from a, a different country. There is a huge Caribbean population. Yeah, yeah there's a huge. Well, you know, yeah, there's a huge uh, Caribbean population. Mm-hmm. Africans live. I mean, there's a there's like it's you know, also this, a, in its own melting pot. It is, but, but it's not as much. The as, majority is yeah. white Republican conservative generational money. Oil money, right. white folks. Yeah, who've been living here for generation <laughs> yes. upon generation upon generation. Probably linked to old plantations. Right. So you, that's why you still have that uh, undertone of yes. racism, even though they may not even. It, 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 
they may feel like it's not as of course it's not as racist as it used to be no but it's still it's still underlying racism because it's right. like they treat you a different way that you know that, that you should face. that you're less than yeah like right you hang out with them people or mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like but they won't say it to your face no but you just you'll just feel it by actions yeah and i don't I feel like we get, we're almost getting a little bit political with it, so I don't want to go too deep into it. I just wanted to like kind of backtrack because Gerald's um, message kind of pointed out some things to me about myself that I felt like I misrepresented um, my feelings towards trusting or building relationships or having white people as friends. And I'm like, that's not the message I want to send. Like, we live in this neighborhood. We have friends in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We go to a church where mm-hmm. we're also a minority, and we love our people at our church, and we feel mm-hmm. very comfortable there. Yeah. Um, like I said, we have, uh, family people mm-hmm. we consider family back in North Dakota. So that's not the yeah. case at all. Yeah. There are just some people that I don't trust. There are just some situations that I don't trust with my sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some things that I'm going to teach my sons to be aware of. Right. Yeah. It's just more of an awareness thing that we have to keep, that to teach Jordan and teach Kingston when he gets older that mm-hmm. what the, uh, so what, what what may lie down here uh, when they get older? Yeah, but that's a little recap of a, our the last podcast. Yes. So. Um. But this new podcast that we're doing right now, the topic of the day is well, I, it's not really a topic, it's but not, somebody okay, tagged bad. me in a quote, and she said, "Could this be a podcast idea?" Excuse me, guys. And the quote is, an an apology without chains is just manipulation. And I thought, how deep is that? And how important is that for us to talk about as couples? Just just to say you're sorry or just to apologize means nothing. Mm -hmm. It almost always has to be followed up with action. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, you are now using your sorries or your apologies as manipulation to get people to do what you want to do or to get them to trust you or to get them to even to forgive you. You're manipulating me to forgive you and you aren't putting any action behind it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when I hear about that, like, well, just want to give y'all guys like a little heads up of what was happening this past couple of days. Um, we got Disney plus um and major been, announcement major announcement we got disney plus when it came out so i've been watching a whole lot of x-men a whole lot of spider-man um i haven't watched gargoyles yet uh we did watch the star wars movie uh tv show whatever we did watch that um but the reason why i said that because i've been binging all that a little bit and i finally got caught up with power too um janelle's been binging on Sex in the City. Yes. And with Sex in the City, of course, you have uh what's what's the main character name? Mr. Big and Carrie. Yeah, Carrie and Mr. Big. And then like the whole time no, actually the first and second season I'm, I'm watching it with her and I'm like, why is cuz I know the end result, right? Right. And we I'm, all like, do, but I'm like, why this is, is such a toxic yeah, relationship. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why, as Americans, did we like, oh, Mr. Big? Yeah, I'm like, it's Mr. So Big toxic. is a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm, like, I sw- I'm like, I'm glad I didn't watch this when I was, you know, younger. And I've been like, oh, this is what we have to teach this how you, you know, how treat, how, you women. Know, treat women. String them along. Yeah, just uh, do that and treat them like assholes. And then they'll come back after yeah. years and be like, oh, I found my man. Uh, so, yeah, like, um, when I'm, so when we was talking about the, the post, 
It's like it's kind of like that. Like yes. Mr. Big wasn't changing for shit. Nothing at all. And he was just, and he was saying, and, and he would definitely string her along and man, manipulate her to thinking that they were something that right. he they weren't or that he wasn't. Right. Yeah. So I'm just so yeah, like that whole thing was just like so. This this is the dude that y'all is the good guy. I'm like I, mm-hmm. I don't get that, but uh, I really do. Um, do we have an example of that in our relationship? Do we? I don't know. I'm trying to think back to I early like we marriage. Have a, we have a we have an example of the the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> how not to how not how to change. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I would say we do have a. I mean, every, I guess every, every relationship couple, we right. have it right. Uh huh. Um. Of course, I would say sorry about some things and will not change myself or something like that. I can't. Right. I can't oh, really. Gosh. I can't well, really pinpoint on what what was. I don't think that you were even apologizing. So maybe you still weren't doing that because I don't think that you were apologizing for how you felt. You were just like, "Don't go," but I'm not going to change. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just trying to figure out like what was the the thing that was that I was doing that was like, "Don't go," but I'm still going to do it anyway. Like I don't know what, um, that, what that thing was. Not being sure about being married. Okay, yeah. 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 Like, I want you here, but I don't want to be in a deeply committed marriage. Like, (laughs) what? You can stay stay here. (laughs) Nah, stay here. Yeah. But I don't know if I really want it like that. Yeah. But you wanted your cake and and, and wanted to eat it too. This is this is prior to even Jordan. Yeah. This is nineteen or twenty and twenty one year olds. Like Yeah. Which when I look back, and this is why, going back to what I said in like 10 podcasts ago, maybe, of, no, I wouldn't have got married again at the same age. Because mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense that a 21-year-old would say something like, I don't know that I want to be in a, a marriage, but I do want to be with you. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Like I think that it is natural for young adults to feel like they want to explore and find themselves and meet people and mm-hmm. see what they like and what they don't like and see what they like about themselves and what they don't like about themselves. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of, granted it was on our own choice, but we were kind of forced into this thing. Yeah. And I, from the jump was like, well, the Bible says, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. which I still stand by that, but that's a lot to put on somebody who wasn't ready to go in that direction. Right. Yeah. So, Huh. So was I doing my own manipulation in a sense? I don't know. Well, you always manipulated. Manipulated. Look, you can't even say it, so, so I don't do yeah, it. Yeah, you, you do it so much, I can't even say it. Um, but no, uh, what you call it? I was going to say like around the time where, um, not, not, not around the time, but you know, we were young and everything. So we feel like... Um, this is our ways, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to stick with our ways. And if you can't handle our ways, then you mm-hmm. ain't down with it and whatever. Then we got to leave, whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's just with young age, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. um, with young age, you have to be, you always are like, this is who I am kind of thing. My way or the highway. Basically, right? Yeah, you're not willing to like change compromise like in any kind of way. And if the person is willing like the to, world revolves around you. Right. And if the p- person is willing to change, well, that person is like, the pushover or the, yes. the, the person that mm-hmm. you, you know, you can do whatever you want toward them and you, they just have to accept who you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when but, the pushover person in the relationship comes back at you and be like, you know, I'm not going to accept this anymore. You have to change this. And you, 
and you pull out that apology. Yeah. Now you, you're starting to manipulate. Now you're trying to, okay, all right, okay, okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my bad. That's just, that's how I used to do, but okay, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. And then like, you'll stop for maybe a couple weeks, couple months. Yeah, and then you're back to your shit. And then shit. you're back to the shit. I think, though, that we're, we're talking about that happened in our marriage when we were younger, but I think it happens in all ages of marriages. Yeah. Um, and to me, my advice to that would be, if you're noticing that apology manipulation pattern over and over again, I think the first step is to call that person out. Yeah. You have to call it out and say, and, and show, be able to say, okay, hush, let me tell you what you did. Mm-hmm. Let me show you. Yeah. First, you apologized. Mm-hmm. Then you stopped for two weeks. Now you're doing it again. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel like you're trying to manipulate me into doing something that I don't mm-hmm. want to do. Right. Because I think sometimes people don't even see what they're doing. No. You have to show them. Right. Let me show you how this feels from my point of view. Yeah. Let me show you how 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 I see it. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. And it's going to be like, if you do want to change on the stuff that you are showing your spouse or you're showing your partner or whatever, um, and it'll like, like she said, if it comes, if it comes back up, sometimes you feel like. I didn't even mean to do that. Right. So for the the spouse or the partner to show you again, like, like oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? Let me mm-hmm. pull that. But if you really want to change, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. And if you really care about that person. Yeah. If you don't like want to, then, you know, just, you know, that's going to be the manipulation part, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think But we- you have to try to, uh, what you call it, like. Try to red flag that or something. Yeah, like that. communication is key. Mm-hmm. And I think we had like the perfect. I've been debating this whole podcast if I wanted to share or not because it was it's more about my vulnerability than yours. But um, I think we had the perfect example of our growth in being able to show the person this is how I felt. Okay, so um, Tuesday, I don't know what day it was. I was like calling you. No, Monday. Okay. I was calling you and you weren't answering. Or no, I called one time. You didn't answer oh, one time. Oh, Monday. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. text me and said, hey, I'm doing... So he was trying to help me out. You guys, if you're listening to this, you're probably my personal friend. Or you, you I posted on the podcast page too. I was trying to sell those raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. And so Alonzo said, okay, I'll help you out. Take some to school. And um, he took them. And I was like calling him to see like, did you get any sold? Whatever. And he didn't answer me. And it's uh, very unlike him to not answer me sometimes i don't get a chance to answer because i'm in a meeting mm-hmm. but for him for the most part he's usually available so i was like hmm that's not like him not answering me and then he texted me and said uh, uh hey i'm trying to work on a transaction right now and i was like bet and then like 30 minutes went by and i was like hmm what's up with that yeah and then i, I and uh i text you and you didn't text back mm-hmm. and then i think when you came home you left out and you went to go do something and you took a while longer than i probably liked and so I was able to approach you and say, I felt insecure today. And mm-hmm. here's why I felt insecure. Mm-hmm. And you said, okay, well, I don't want you to feel insecure. Let me tell you what I was doing on my end. Mm-hmm. And it went so smoothly. I'm like, who are we? Right. <laughs> <laughs> who are we? Yeah. Because we laughed because the old me would have been like, why did, did it, you know, pop mm-hmm. all the way off? And then my like defensiveness and been like you told me to do the thing i was just trying to help you out yeah yeah you're always fucking accusing me <laughs> yeah and it, i don't know it was just it was so cool to see our our own personal growth yeah. but also to see that we practice what we preach we're not right. just on here trying to tell you guys try this or do this or play mm-hmm. this game or ask these questions 
we're actually doing them as well ourselves. And yeah. we're always constantly working on ourselves. Um, jokingly, we talked about how we got into fights before podcasts, but we still have disagreements. We yeah. still, I still get insecure from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, same for you. Yeah. I think, I think you do a better job of not, um, letting it take over you, or maybe you don't show your, you're not as emotional about it as I am maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still out here living regular life just like everybody else. Yeah. And we have to work through things as well, but it's about how you work through it. Right. It can't be in, in bitterness and distrust and disrespect it has to be in honor and communication and love yeah always you always have to speak from a place of love you have to live with this person and sleep with them every night do it from a place of love because nine times out of ten you're going to see that your insecure feelings or your upset feelings or your anger is probably misdirected or unintentional and now it's blown up into something that is unnecessary right and then when you, when you came at me on monday uh with your uh your worries and insecurities and everything like that mm-hmm. i had to like for me i had to like stand back or sit back or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and like understand where you were coming from i had mm-hmm. to really listen to you and hear you mm-hmm. and what you were saying before i came back and said something so i understood why like of course if you call me i don't answer and i text you back and you know i understand that how that looks mm-hmm. But all I can do for I all all I can do for right now is say I understand what it looks like. Um, I apologize, but this is what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not being defensive. No, nobody all. was defensive. Nobody yeah. was angry. No, no, yeah, no, nobody was raising their voice mm-hmm. or anything like that. It was just strictly like we're just having a conversation mm-hmm. on how I feel and how you know what it looks like mm-hmm. and what you know at at the same time what were you doing. Um, and you weren't accusing me of anything at no. all. It was just like I took responsibility for my own feelings, right? Uh-huh. And um, it was just like that, you know, when you were calling me, this is what I was doing, mm-hmm. and the reason I didn't text you back is because I, I just, I was going around all around the school, and da-da-da. we went through that, yeah. And it was smooth, it was and so it smooth. was really good, and like you said, nobody walked away from it wounded. Yeah, like you said, it was like. You know, we are really growing now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we are really growing mm. in this relationship. And, you know, it's not to say that this is the first time it ever happened, but it just it just took us aback because of all the things that we used to go through of how you we know, used to treat each how other, we used to, how we used like, to talk to each other. Right. And to think about what we used to do back then to what we were doing now, it's like, you know, we're really getting into this now. We're really like, you know, going on a a smooth ride now mm-hmm. for how we understand each other and how we treat each other and how to talk to each other and everything like that. Yeah. So it was really nice. It was a really good time. It was. And then the next day <laughs> what? the next day on Wednesday when you was when you was uh when you was sick. Uh-huh. Um and I forgot what happened where you was like no, I was in school mm-hmm. when you when you had called and I was like um, I'm gonna be out like around like twelve thirty or yeah eleven thirty yeah, uh-huh. and then you text me at eleven forty, and it was like what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the tone. I'm just saying like yeah. that. But I called you right back. I was like, hey, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with this homework. Da da da. Yeah. And I, it was nothing. Like I didn't feel like you was mad or anything like that. No, I just wanted something to eat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, you know, I felt <laughs> shitty about it because I told you that 
I'm going to be out like by around eleven thirty. And yeah, then, but I'm really, I'm really out. like heavy. on your word is your bond. Like yeah. if you tell me you're going to do something at a certain time and you're going to do it a certain way, if you switch anything up, yeah. It bothers me. And that's something I'm going to have to grow out of and get more flexible on. And I'm not just, that's not just with Alonzo. That's with anybody. Yeah. If you say, I'm going to go sweep the driveway and I'm going to sweep from the top to the end. And I see you sweeping from the bottom to the top and then into the right. I'm going to be like, what do you do? Like, I yeah. don't like it when somebody tells me they're going to do something one way. And they do it another way. And they do it. I just, it, it grinds my gears. Yeah. Yeah. But when I got back home, it was funny because when I got back home and Janelle was sick too. Yeah. When I got back home, she was... Uh, she was still a little salty, mm-hmm. um, but she still understood like you know what was going on. Yeah. But and at, again, we was not yelling at each other, no. you know, anything like that. I just so. wanted my fuss. She's, yeah, she's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I just wanted my fuss. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, just just communicate, communicate, guys. And I can't say if it you enough. do mess up. You know, really yeah. apologize and really try to change because if you don't try to change, like you said, there could be manipulation going on. Right. Yeah. So don't manipulate each other. Love each right. other. Right. Unless you want to get something from another person. No. That's what you do to me. love will get you things too. That's what you do to me. You manipulate me. I do not manipulate you. Like, hey, you want some? Then- what? No. <laughs> oh my God. You can make me slap you with the cell phone. Uh, so... Yeah. It's time to wrap up. We're that's about on. it. Okay. All right. So um, that's about it for the podcast. We're going to go back and watch some more Sex in the City, I believe. Yeah, until I fall asleep. Yeah. I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. And um, so that's about it. So if you guys have any questions, make sure to hit us up. Yes. On the website, on the DM, on our Instagram, whatever. Just hit yeah. us up and we can and that, answer your questions. That thing that I got tagged in, she literally just tagged me on Facebook and was like, podcast idea. If you see something that you want us to talk about... You could do that. It could be simple, guys. You don't have to use the website or none of that. Tag me in something and I'll mm-hmm. check it out. And maybe that'll be our next topic. Yeah. And um, I want to really quick shout outs to, um, what was the winner again? Uh, Taylor Nicole. Taylor Nicole. Yes. We still waiting for the invitation for getting that food. We don't have to get an invitation. She sells every Saturday. Oh. Um. Speaking of Daryl, I want to sh- shout out to the Pauls. It is their five-year anniversary. Five-year anniversary, yes. A ten-year dating anniversary. Nice. Come on. That is good. Yes, that's beautiful. I love y'all's love. I yes. love the both of you. So shout out to I wish you many, many more years. You guys. you guys are so awesome. You guys are really... Uh, you guys are like the, the, the perfect couple yes. that we wanted to be, but we got children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So live life for us. Yeah, live life for us. Go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and do all and your live fun life. stuff. Yeah, do all that because when you get kids, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of fun. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I love my kids, but yes. yeah, they yeah, slow yeah. it down. It's, it's like, you know, going to the North Pole, fairy tale land. What is it called? Yeah. Uh, Santa's Santa Wonderland. Wonderland, yeah. It's that fun. Yeah. Which is fun too, but. Not as fun as going to Rome or something like that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that and um, also, of course, um, I want to talk about, not talk about, I want to shout out real quick the um, the podcast that we just listened to, oh, the one that was on the road Perspective trip. Perspective of Her. Yes. Perspective of Her podcast. Shout out to y'all podcast. Yes. It was I a, love the topic. I love the topic. Yeah. That, that topic was really good. It was, that's actually a good topic uh, for, you know, friendship. So it was a really good po- uh, mm-hmm. podcast. So guys, keep it up. It's really good. And I can't wait for the next one. Yes. But for that, 
Um, just want to say thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is Zoe. And I'm Jen. And we'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Y'all take it easy. Have a good weekend. Peace. Peace.